Good evening. Where I come from in Chicago, so I'm a priest of the Archdiocese of Chicago, and um, I work in the in the major seminary, the Mandalay Seminary. Um, but when I was a pastor in one of the local parishes, uh, Saint Catherine, I would not start my preaching without saying, "God is good." So we're gonna try that here today. So when I say God is good, you say all, all the, time. the time. You got it? Yeah. Oh, so I'm, I'm at home here. Okay. God is good. All, all the time. time. And all the time. God is good. Now say like you mean it and you believe it. God is good. All the time. And all the time. God is good. And that's his nature. He got some rocks there. Probably wondering, what am I giving you a rock for? I, I'm not Jesus. I cannot change it to bread. Eh? You're the timekeeper, okay? If I go over 40 minutes, throw that rock. <laughs> God is good. All the time. And all the time. So God's provision, God's plan, and God's mission. Not hard to, to, to remember, isn't it? God's provision, God's plan, and God's mission. I believe that's what it's all about in this gospel today, the, the sixth chapter of the gospel of John. And I'm sure the priests here have explained to you kind of how this chapter comes about in this year of the gospel of Mark. See, the church gives us opportunity to reflect on all the four gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Mark being the shortest gospel, so the church inserts a segment of the John's gospel into Mark's gospel. So about five weeks, we listen, we dwell, we reflect about the sixth chapter, which is the epicenter of the gospel message of John. It is the message of the Gospel of John, the Bread of Life Discourse. And so if you recall, a few weeks ago, we listened that Jesus had crossed over the Sea of Galilee, and as he disembarked from the boat, he saw many people following him, and he was moved with compassion, because he saw them as sheep without shepherd. And he started teaching them many things. And then the following gospel, the following week, we heard that he looked at there were over 5,000 people there. In specific, John told us that there were more than 5,000 men without counting women and children. And then Jesus, with the disciples there, asked Philip, Philip, what do you think we should do to feed these people? Now, as a man will think, as all of us will think, will reflect, he started counting about his wages, how much he earns. He said, 200 worth of wages cannot even give a piece of bread to all these people. Now, John tells us, Jesus was testing Philip. 
he was testing Philip because Jesus himself knew what he was going to do. And in that particular gospel, the message is this, that God will always work miracle through the people, through us. And therefore, the little boy who brought bread and fish. And even though it was little, Jesus multiplied. And again, for us, sometimes we focus with less, with limitations, but always God focuses with abundance. What God can do with little things. But sometimes for us, we always dwell with our weakness. But God always transforms our weakness. So that when we pick up this gospel today, Jesus speaks about that he is the bread of life. I am the bread of life. Therefore, God's provision. When you think of bread, you have to think about nourishment. So that he's telling them, it is God who nourishes you. It is God who provides for you God's provision. God is good? All the time. And all the time. So today's gospel... Two mysteries are unfounded here. And the first mystery is the divinity of Jesus Christ, the nature of Jesus Christ. Did you listen to how his words are so divinely oriented? I am the bread of life that came down from heaven. No one comes to the Father except through me. My Father is the one who gives you the bread. The word I am. Kind of what God himself revealed who he was in front of Moses. When he asked, and what's your name? I am. So John here today is already revealing the true nature of Christ. The divine nature of Christ. So that have no mistake to ever confuse Jesus with anyone else. In his person, Jesus is God. Jesus is divine. And that's what John wants to drill to us in our mind and in our heart. So that have no mistake. When somebody says, well, he's not the son of God. Oh, he's not divine. He's a good teacher. No, that's not what John is telling us. I am the bread of life that came down from heaven. My Father. No one comes to the Father except through me. The second person of the Trinity. That's the first mystery that John wants to teach us today. And the second mystery is this. The mystery of the Eucharist. He's teaching in Capernaum, the northern Israel. And the Jewish people already know the Bible, their stories. And one thing was clear. A Jew will never eat flesh of any animal or even drink blood of any animal. It was prohibited for them to drink any blood. Now Jesus goes right there and he tells, unless you eat the flesh, my flesh, 
and drink my blood, you have no life in you. How disgusting is that? And Jesus had a chance to retract his message, especially when the people were murmuring. But the more they complained about his message, the more he even went on to repeat, yes, unless you eat the flesh, the, the flesh of the Son of Man, my flesh, and drink my blood, you have no life. Friends, this is where we base our understanding of the Eucharist. This is where, for us, the Eucharist is so important because it is in this very chapter that the wisdom of the Catholic Church gives us this opportunity to come every Sunday and eat the flesh of Jesus. I remember when I was teaching grade schoolers, second graders, and I will ask questions to the second graders. And we made a tour of the church, and I say, hey, can somebody tell me what that gold box is? And this one kid raised the hand and say, yeah, 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 yes. And say, yeah, that's where we keep the skin of Jesus. Okay, the skin of Jesus, the flesh of Jesus, yeah, the skin of Jesus. Because, yeah, that's not a symbol. It is the bread of life. It is the flesh of Jesus. The Eucharist is not a symbol. And that's what John is telling us today. Now, now, why, why? Why is that that God provides us this plan of the Eucharist for us? It's because of his mission. I want to invite you to reflect today in specific when you hear me say or the deacon say, go, the mass is ended, and proclaim God's message with your life, glorifying God with your life. Again, that's the mission. We become what we eat. We are transformed into God's people so that we can impact others out there. And that's why I come here today to invite you today to partner with the Daughters of Mary in Tanzania who continue to work with children, mostly who are orphans, and give them life. I can almost imagine when a sister comes here with a piece of bread and, and telling them, here, have the bread of life. And those kids who are poor and have no food, they receive that and it literally nourishes them. You see, in rural Tanzania and rural Kenya where I come from, most children do not have the privilege of having three meals a day. The only way they can do that is if they go to school, a Catholic school, because then they are guaranteed three meals a day. If they were at home, it will be one meal, the dinner. In the morning, they'll probably drink hot water or hot tea, just hot tea, a cup of hot tea, and you're up to school. How can you study with an empty stomach? But when they come to the sisters, the daughters of Mary, there they have life because they can mingle with others, they can socialize, and they have three meals, and they actually develop 
Wow, as children. Because you see, if they are home, most of the time they do chores. Go fetch water. Go get firewood. There's no electricity. This one girl that I know, her mother was my neighbor. Unfortunately, the mother died of AIDS. She had three kids. One time, this girl go, went to fetch water, and she, over there, they fetch water using bicycles. So a kid can carry about 75 liters of water. I don't know how much it does in, it is in gallons, you know? 75 liters into gallons, somebody can figure that out. And she was carrying this water in a bicycle, and unfortunately, the bicycle fell. The containers are plastic, so it was fractured. And the water, of course, drained into the ground. Unfortunately, the chain caught her ankle and kind of tore her flesh. And she, in order to prevent the blood from coming, she would use soil, dirt, to paste it, to stop it from bleeding. Her mother had already died, so she was staying with grandma. Grandma could not go get water. She is the one who will get water. She was unable to go to school up until she found the daughters of Mary, and they took her to this school, and now she is in university. God's mission. Those sisters are the bread of life. They provide bread of life to those children. Please help the sisters, daughters of Mary today to continue with this good work. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.